is Jetstream Jack, and you're listening to the most preem podcast there is, the SWN Podcast. I mean, where else are you going to find out who your favorite wrestlers, dinosaurs are? Only here. Superkicks.com offers cool streetwear and apparel at great prices. Shipping worldwide, thanks to the guys at Superkicks, you can get 10% off your order by using the code SWN at the checkout. That's superkicks.com, pro wrestling apparel. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the SWN podcast. Yes, I'm doing the same joke again I did with Dallin Jr. Uh, I'm wearing the mask. I've got a different one though this time. You can't see my mouth, so am I saying these words? Am I dubbing them? Who knows? I am joined this week by the high-flying, death-defying Lucha DS. Welcome to the show, sir. Hello, thanks for having me. So I thought I'd make I like you feel mask, at home. By yeah, I thought I'd make you feel at home by, by having one myself. Uh, this is a... I think it's a mystical one. I'm not sure. I think I called myself yeah. El, El Spirma Blanco when I when I initially got it, which just means the white sperm. Uh, right. So we'll go for the the boring question as we always do, and then we'll just spin off from there and speak about dinosaurs. How did you get into pro wrestling? Um, I think I've I've kind of talked this story to death about like through through my own podcast and stuff. Um, I went to a show. Always, always loved wrestling. Went to a show, I think it was um, Greenock Town Hall, MC Tommy, uh, Scottish wrestling legend, when he was in the ring and he announced that um, there was a school opening up um, in my hometown. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there. So I went along day one um, and joined the class and where we, where we now, maybe six, seven years now. Then I still wear a mask. So, so I had to just reveal myself there, uh, just just because I, I, I don't want to distract anyone by by my my non mouth face. Um, so yeah, so I'll MC Tommy kicked. So MC Tommy is to thank for your career. Is that is that what I'm getting? Yeah, from I, I, every every time I every time I have a match, I thank MC Tommy for my career. <laughs> I, I think most people in Scottish wrestling thank MC Tommy for that career. They, they thank MC Tommy for yeah. many things, I'm sure. Um, so, how did the mask come about then? What, what was what was your why? Well, why did you the mask? The, the initial the initial thinking behind the mask was very uh, kind of keep a bit of kind of autonomy in doing wrestling. Um, I don't talk much about kind of my my day job, but um, I've kind of in a day job it's particularly um, particularly important to have a kind of um, anonymous online presence um, so you kind of be kind of traced and looked up. Um, basically I work with offenders and um, being, being able to not be able to get found online uh, with your real name or um, photographs in local areas and stuff just so you can be tracked in um, by somebody who might have a wee grievance. Um, kind of protection thing. Um, that's, that's why on Facebook and social media, before I done wrestling, I never I never used my name. I always use a my old high school nickname. Um just that way, just a kind of layer of protection when using social media. 
right. So that that was that was the kind of idea, and I said, well, if I'm going to do a show, I don't really want my my face to be on a poster in in a town or a city where I might have um, worked with a couple of individuals who I don't particularly want to know where I'm going to be on the Friday or the Saturday night. <laughs> um, was was there still inspiration though? I mean, cause I, I'm going to get to your your mask design, designs uh, further on. I have noted down here, uh, but was particular any particular uh, luchadors or, or mask wrestlers that that caught your eye that there were your inspirations kicking off before you you started? Call, it, 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 it's always going to be Rey Mysterio. Um, at the time when when wrestling was at its height, like WWE was in sight. Rey Mysterio was the was the mass wrestler and to this day people still associate him like even even people who weren't the fans of wrestling back then will see a mass wrestler and say, Look, this Rey Mysterio. The name the name is just it's like when you look up things on the internet, you say, Oh, I Google it, you use that brand, whereas Rey Mysterio is now just the word I think for mass wrestler. I don't think people particularly know like a younger generation know what Rey Mysterio done or how big he was or the fact that he was a champion and stuff, they just say mask Rey Mysterio. And I think that's just a kind of association. Um, so he was a kind of main one. Um, I wasn't one of these ones that kind of delved in and followed the history of, of the mask and stuff because I, I, I feel a lot of it's the kind of same repetitive old stories. Um, like obviously the, the traditional Mexican stuff is, is is great and like they would wear their masks all the time and like it gave that kind of superhero vibe to it um, that they didn't know the identities and stuff. And then in saying that, Rey Mysterio had done the whole stunt when he wrestled with the mask as well. So um, it was merely the, the tie-in with the mask was merely obviously my, with the line of work I'd done and also the style fitted what I could do physically. Um, I'm... I did gymnastics. I'm quite flippy, um, so they, they kind of meshed. It was a good. It was a good mesh together um, to to do that style with the mask. So, would you do your? You say you do uh, gymnastics and, and flip stuff. Was that something that you, you did growing up? Um, or was yeah, that yeah, I've, you... I've I've always done it. Um, I've done uh, parkour, um, gymnastics. Um, done a bit of dance at one point as well. Um, like. Yeah, I've just, I've just always been physical. I've always done physical stuff along with all your other stuff where you do play play football like a couple of times a week, play five, sevens, elevens. Um always been active, but um gymnastics, trampolining, flipping, street running and stuff was always something I was I was right into. It was a kind of passion. So being able to kinda of use that in in the ring was, was always gonna be was gonna be a bonus. Especially when we want to train in the first couple of times and you seem like no Play bash anybody, right? But when when you're in that kind of main intake group, um, you're looking around and you're going, nobody can really do anything. Like they they can do the moves and the techniques that are being taught, but nobody can just bang that wee bit extra. Um, and my thing was always like, yeah, I could do this or I could flip into it, and it was. So I I done it to amuse myself as well. I suppose as well, if, if you're doing things like dance and parkour, um, your timing must be pretty in tune and and, uh, and that must be something that, because, I mean, wrestling, it's, it's basic art form is just a dance. And, well, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a performance, isn't it? And yeah. um, the, the, the whole thing with all them, all them, I can't get a word, all them different, 
like forms of movement and motion. It's all body control, and that, that in professional wrestling is body control. Um, I like to think if I jump off the top rope and I say I'm going to land on this, like if you put a coin in the ring, I'll tell you I'm going to land on it, and I'll, I know a hundred percent I can land on it if I'm controlling what I'm doing. So it, it gives you it gives you that confidence to to be able to move your body in a way that that protects you, but also gets you, lets you get from A to B. And then, then you just add a bit of flair or a bit of style to, to whatever you're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's just what I was, that's what I was kind yeah, I, I was, I was, I was dancing around, uh, to for lack of a better term. <laughs> um, so who would you credit to to being the people that, that, that trained you initially? Um, a, a lot of people. Uh, I know you were trained down. It was it was uh, Airdrie the Barhead. Uh, school. No, no, that 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 was the two original schools. So um, oh, right. th- that's when the Greenock School opened. So the Greenock School opened. Um, the PBW Greenock School opened. I would like to put a year on it, but to best my knowledge, I'm I would be guessing two thousand, say thirteen, no November thirteen. It, it opened two weeks before my boy was born. <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, it, when I went down, it was Scott Maverick. Um, real name is Gary Burns. He's now a tattoo artist. You can follow him on Instagram and stuff. I'll plug him. Um, but yeah, so he he trained me, and um, I became really good friends with him. Um, and he just had a wee girl. The time I had my wee boy, um, my wife and his wife became pals. We went to each other's weddings, um, and then as the training went on, um, it was time for me to make my debut, and it was. He suggested he has his retirement match against me and my debut match, um, and a show on Mabel, uh, and that's what we've done. So he he signed off by kind of I'd like to think kind of handed me the reins. There you go, pal. Like on you go. This is what you you've learned to do, and um, I I loved that match. It was so much fun, and um, Gary Scott Maverick was was as a fun guy. Um, so big credit to him. Obviously, there was loads of other people involved in it. Um, the training, you've got um, Kid Vite, who ran PBW. You had, and Greenock, it, it went through a phase where what we would do is you would train at Greenock and then you would get to a certain stage where they thought, like, oh, you, you, you might be able to go on and do something here. So then you would move up to Barhead. And I was kind of tamed it as kind of being, you would go to the big school. Um, yeah, Greenock initially had loads of young folk in it. So I needed to go to Barhead a wee bit more to kind of train with like fully grown adults, like guys like the size of Donny T, Saki Bali, um, who else was there at the time when I was doing it? Uh, the guy who was Switch, um, who else was a kind of adult? Wasn't it? Kenny, uh, Kenny Williams is one of them as well. Um, Aaron Echo, Krieger, like they, they were all kind of coming along there more, more often. So uh, getting up there and getting in and doing matches with these guys who were just maybe a year ahead of me um, was more beneficial to my learning than um, staying at the at school and training with, with Maverick. So it was kind of just a, a like going from primary school to high school. You just you, you, you were learning the subjects, but you were just learning a wee bit more. Absolutely. And just kind of rounding off what you've already uh, learned and we're just getting a bit more intricacies and things like that. Um, so we were, we're, we're, I'm going really far ahead. Uh, actually, no, we'll, we'll stick with your first match then. Uh, so it was against uh, Scott Maverick in his last match. Did you find that the mask helped you 
create the superhero personas character in front of of Craig. Because I mean, masks. Kids love masks. That's just it's just a fact. Oh, absolutely. They're, 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 um, I, I always tell people um, that there, there was always this kind of thing as like you get booked because you wear a mask. Like you like, and I'm like, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. It adds to the the the. I don't know, the kind of reason why you, you stand out a wee bit more from this crowd of t- the current 20 new trainees, there's a mask guy, we'll have him. Absolutely, it does, it works in your favour. And then on the flip side of it, it's com- completely disadvantageous in the fact that I've got no peripheral vision when I wear it. I can, um, during the match, I can't hear if anybody tells me anything. It, it's like having... Um, a, a cooker wrapped in your head for the whole time you're in the match, whereas everybody else can breathe and get a breeze and stuff. I'm literally suffocating. Um, like the mask you had on earlier when you opened the show, um, had your mouth covered. I'd done that for one match and I thought I was going to pass out about five minutes in. Um, I wore a bandana. There. I was I was working uh, heel and I thought I need to look more like a bad guy, so I'll cover the mouth with a bandana. And um, oh, bandana was off. Uh, couldn't breathe. And so, if, if so, the fact that I can't see, I can't hear, I can't breathe, yeah, uh, uh, it's a, the sticky end of the stick, as I say, of being the, the mass wrestler. Well, at least, I mean, mm. at least you've got that, that parkour background that, that you or in the gymnastics, so you kind of know what your body control is, even though half of your senses are, have disappeared. Yeah, and that's and that, that is why. It, I'm able to do what I'm able to do is because I'm basically going, I'm going to do a back, it's like saying I'm going to do a backflip, but I'm going to do it blindfolded. I need to trust that my body's going to do what I need, that I've trained it to do. Um, because like, way likes are wrestling looking sharp. Don't know how many times I've wrestled them, but every single match either ends with my mask turned so I can't see, um, or it ends up pulled up here because he, he pulls on it like it's my hair. Um, or he tears it. Like um, he's just a nightmare to wrestle uh, with the mask, um, because he he treats the mask as I don't know. I think it offends him. So <laughs> as well as wrestling me, he's wrestling my mask as well. There's also loads of fun to have with it as well. We've, we've done spots in match where I've put a mask on him and stuff. So it's, again, it's it's another tool that you can use um, to to add an extra element to a match, as well as just doing a flip. I do have a note that you've. I, I, well, I've just written down as one of my notes here. Looking sharp, because I think I think you you both have said online that you guys could probably wrestle each other in your sleep. That you wrestled yeah. that many times and probably Absolutely. had the same match that many times as well on on in places. Um, I, I would I would say like um, I've I've wrestled them that many times, and I think if you watched all our matches or you had like a compilation of them all, you you would struggle to find. A kind of dot to dot exact same match. It, it got to a point where we we would do a bit that we knew worked in one match and another match and a bit worked from another match and then it became this kind of compilation of kind of the hits. Then like we we'd done all the bits we knew worked and then like it, the last two or three we had were were, were amazing and it got to a point where we we're, we've done it that often we've done it that many times we trust each other. Is we would then start to have fun with it. So in the middle of the match, winding each other up, like getting them in the corner instead of like not calling a spot. Like you're 
winding them up, slagging them off. Like it, it, you, it then becomes like you then have fun with it. I mean, that's what wrestlers might be into. It's maybe, it's maybe fun. It's not meant to be like, oh, I'm going to get an MD, A, B, and C. I'm going to get and see how I can get from A to Z and have a laugh on the way. So it's one of those things you kind of feel the crowd as well. I'm, I'm assuming you, you kind of have to go with them if, if for whatever reason you go out there and then they decide that. Uh, not that they're not giving you a reaction, but they're they're vehemently disliking you, then that changes the yeah. whole whole dynamic. I mean, again, you've got the mask, so it's very unlikely that you're going to get booze unless you're trying to get booze. Uh, yeah. But I suppose that, that there, there's that that off chance that you can go out there and looking sharp is the is the big fan favourite, and and everything changes uh, in an instant because of that. Um, so you had your first match there with, with Scott Maverick. We've covered that quite well. Um, am I right in thinking that were you quite quickly off to the camps from that point, or was it just working in and around? Uh, so uh, that 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 uh, initial match was January. Camps kind of came in, in I don't know June July. So yeah, I, I was on the camps that first year. Um, my first match on the camps, as far as I remember, was me and Lewis Garvin against Saqib Ali and Looking Sharp, I think it may have been. May have been. I've actually, I've got like a, a sheet where it's got all my matches on. I didn't need to look up like for that specific one, but I know I, t- I know my first match on the camps, I teamed with Lewis Govan. Um, and it was against Saqib. I just remember that. I don't know who his partner was. I think it was Lou. Uh, and uh, did you find that was, I mean, you, at that point you would have been wrestling not even six months of that, well, around about that six months mark, so you might not have seen a, or, or felt a difference, but did you find that wrestling in front of non-wrestling fans to be a, a bit of a different animal, a bit more like a, a getting thrown <clears throat> at the deep end? Um, it's actually more fun, um, because you're, you're, not, you're not having a, you're not having a pop, the, the kind of, Smart marks, marks, whatever you want to call them. Re- wrestling fans are amazing, best fans ever, um, because they they love the product, they love what they're they're, they're given. Them. If if they go to a show and it's rubbish, they're online. They'll tell you it was rubbish. If they go to a show and, and they love it, somebody stands out. Like they can blow somebody up. On the other end, of it, they can go to a show and they go, like for what you said, Ella, oh, Lucha versus Looking Sharp. I said fifth time I've seen this match. Well, it's because you go to every show, mate. You're gonna you're gonna see all these. Like if you just stay in your run return, you you'll see that match maybe twice in three years. But if you go from that show to that show to that show, that promotion, that promotion, that promotion, that promotion, sorry to tell you, mate, you're gonna see similar matches because the guys have all wrestled each other a few times and uh, the world of wrestling doesn't have a uh like a Premier League twenty people squad for each promotion, then there's there's only so many guys that you can, can work on shows. Only so many good guys can work so many bad guys as well. So um, getting on the camps was was brilliant because having that 10-minute match and instantly having to make it 20, you go, oh, that's, that's where you learn. Like, make this make this move 10 times more. Make it bigger. Um, let, let these people who do not know this product take in what they're seeing rather than hitting somebody with 10 moves and the, the person in the crowd just sees oh, I see it happen they're, like, they're not getting it whereas if you go to a kind of indie show you'd be like oh this move that move that move that move somebody like, can put that kind of chain together non-wrestling fans you've got to slow it down you've got to make it bigger it's more about the performance and the character 
so it draws it out you. So that, that was a kind of that was a kind of difference with, with the camps, if that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, pretty much they're, they're paying to see a show. They're not caring what the show is particularly, but they're, they're just coming to see a show. So you've got to make it like yeah. as as far as you can into Panto territory. Because I mean, yeah, the biggest match, the biggest match of, of all time was was Big Daddy versus Giant Haystacks. And could you tell me five moves that was done in the match? Didn't need to. It was the performance. Exactly. It was it was two big guys running into each other for a bit. One falls over. Match is over. That's yeah. it. And, and they got they got the fans to believe they wanted this guy to beat that guy. It, it didn't matter what it happened with. It didn't involve. I'll tell you what they never done in it. There was absolutely no Canadian destroyers in that match. There was no super kick combo. But but they told the story with the tools they had, and and that's all that's all wrestlers can do. Um, then it's that kind of work to your strengths, hide your weaknesses, and in between it with the with our guy and the ref as well, who's obviously well involved. You you create for that fifteen minutes you're in that ring, you're you're creating your, your piece of art. So. Um so as far as the as, as again, I'm gonna I seem to be concentrating on the masks so much. Um am I right in thinking that you did majority your mask designs or all of them? Was, was that you designed them and yeah. then sent them off? So um the, the initial mask design um I I was looking at different types of masks. I didn't want the, the Remy Studio. Um, but I knew I wanted the mouth open because I wanted to be able to breathe, wanted to be able to speak. Um, I done a, um, I done a seminar with a very prominent mass wrestler, um, who told me um, because initially I was going to keep my eyes covered, like with the the mesh, um, and then he said that breaks the connection with the crowd. Don't don't cover your eyes. Like the the, the fans need to be able to see the pain. And you can only show so much pain with your body, with your face. My face is what maybe eight percent covered. So why cover the, the last bits to communicate with the crowd? So in the design, the, the mesh got uh, deleted. Um, I was very conscious. I didn't want anything dangling or hanging because when you're doing a flip, if I'm throwing myself, I didn't want anything hooking or twisting or grabbing onto something that was going to hinder me. So I wanted a very streamlined. Then from from this bit to here, um, with the, the kind of head, the middle of the headpiece, um, that was a, a Punisher design that I'd kind of drew. I'd copied the skull. And then um, the bits down from here was made uh, fangs that I wanted um, rather than have them come out. Um, and then that way, I made everything very angular as well because um, I wanted it to focus. So that's why the, the nose has got the, the triangle and it always stands out across for the rest of the mask because I wanted fans to just not be looking. There's a, there's a mask. Like, there's a there's a shape. I want them to be looking at something, so I want them to look at the eyes and the mouth. So I have them focus here. Um, as as a, as an art design uh, for when I done art, that you, you want a, a focal point for to, to get attention. So no matter what the head's doing, when the head comes around and looks, people always look. Uh, they don't. They maybe don't realise the look, but they look, and it draws them into what I'm what I'm trying to show them. And also, as soon as you said that everything was angular, uh, I, I didn't actually click, and then I went. Yeah, everything's pointed to the centre of your face, so yeah, everything's that's going a, to your eyes. That's, that's an arrow, that's an arrow, and these are pointing to So you've got four arrows pointing right to where I want you, right where the money is. <laughs> so yeah. that, 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 that's the, the reason for the design. I also, uh, like, I, I knew I wanted to do a kind of Scottish thing, like the, and I, I thought it also looked kind of saltyrish. Mm-hmm. When I've got the blue and white on, it looks a bit like a Scotland flag, so I kind of had that in mind as well. 
Is that the majority of your, your time outside of wrestling now, or, or actual your work is, is just thinking of new ideas, new designs, and and next I noticed you. Uh, uh, remember, you got a Spider Man inspired one that looks amazing. Uh, well, my, my Spider Man, my Spider Man one's uh, purely because Spider Man's my, my wee boy's favourite superhero. In fact, I'm I'm sitting in his room right now, and there must have about four or five Spider Mans, and and I can see just now in his room. Um, so Spider-Man was always going to be one that I was done. Um, the Scotland team one um, was was one that I was always going to get done with all the flags. Um, the Tartan one as well, Scotland team. And then I was going to have like, all the multicoloured um, camouflage. Um, and there's only so many colours of camouflage you can do. So then it, it kind of changed to whatever different logos, spiderwebs, um so they'll get two Spider-Man. I think I've got like maybe 14 masks just now. Then I've got the, the Star Wars set, the Boba Fett set, um, just because I like Star Wars as well, and Boba Fett's the coolest character, so I thought I'll get a mask like that. So that's the only mask I've got. It covers my mouth, because um, so I, I can really do the design. It's for appearances <clears throat> only, not for actual wrestling then, if it's if it's covering the mouth. Just no, so no, I've, I've, I've wrestled in it three or four times. It's, it's, it's a nightmare. And in one of them as well, um, I was talking to my opponent backstage before we went out, and he offered me a bit of chewing gum. Um, and I was like, cool. So I popped in, I'm talking away, and then he was like, oh, music hits, and I forget I've got it in. So mask comes down, so I kind of spit it out. So I'm like, oh, I've got a spit of chewing gum. And I think I was up on the top rope, and he came up and punched me. And as he punched me, he punched the chewing gum out of my mouth. So the chewing gum's now stuck inside my mask, at my mouth. I kind of get it out, so I, I think I got him in the class. He threw me out of the ring. So he threw me out of the ring, and I think the ref came and checked me because he thought I was hot. He thought I was, I was, it was an injury. And literally, I was just trying to scrape a bit of chewing gum from the inside of my mask because I couldn't breathe. So, yeah, um, it's like that. See the Incredibles, no capes. Means there's no mouth covers. <laughs> and every, every time I, I cover my mouth, it, it never goes well. So that's... Why the, the design is so prominently open. That, it also means that's why I keep my wee beard. Because people always ask me when I'm not going to ask why have you got the people call it a landing strip? Why have you got that in your face? And I've said, because it goes in my, it, it, it stands out for the mask. And it's also Again, a, it, it, also points, it points up. Yeah. So. It's, another, it's another arrow. Nice. Yeah, I've got, well, the other mask you may have seen, the Talon Junior one, that, that's the one with the open mouth one, but it's it's got hair at the top of it. I don't know, because yeah. all the heat goes out your head. I've got no hair as it is, but all the heat goes up up the way. It's just a, it's it's just a pressure cooker in my head when I wore it. When it's just I I I respect anyone who decides to cover their head for something that involves strenuous activity and and sweating. I just it I, I just I feel I get hot thinking about it just because it yeah. feels so warm. Um, that, that, that's also the kind of downside. See with the camps as well. So normally in your match with the camps, like instantly as soon as the match goes one, two, three, they 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 seal or roll out the ring and go backstage, and um, the the fun start on it instantly. Go anybody like a picture of a lecture, just make a queue here, and you can be there for 25, 25 minutes to half an hour. Your match is already longer because it's on the camp, so you're doing twenty odd minutes, so you're literally at maybe an hour. And people, anybody's got a photo of me um, after a, a camp show, like. That, that smile is stuck on because underneath there I'm 
snorters and sweating is disgusting. See so when I go back and take that mask off and like you the smell and it's atrocious. Um and that whole time I'm standing a lot and all these photos of the, all these kids and adults are on enjoying their holiday. Yeah, you're just going back and just ringing it out just straight afterwards. Oh, it's 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 minging. Um, so uh, again, I mean, we're, st- we're still in the mask. You've got uh, Lucha Scotland, which was the, was the faction was the not last year, it was the year before twenty eighteen that came about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was with uh, Robbie Solar, Sodalto, Sodato, Sodato, and Falcon. Uh, yeah. Just just the the four years, not three Soldatos, and. How I think you, you did speak about it uh, in your in your joint podcast on Tuck of the Draw, um, which uh, I listened to at the time. Um, unfortunately, I don't remember a lot of it, uh, which would have been handy when I was doing note taking. Um, but how did Lucha Scotland come about? It was just you guys have got masks. Let's do something. It, it, it was truly a Brandon idea. Um, if you think about it, you had Falcon, who was um, reckless intent, Solar, who was at Source. Um, so that old GPWA uh, wrestling speed in Scotland and me at uh, PBW, and I thought, like, it, it was always the kind of old days of Scottish wrestling. That company's mask guy, that company has a mask guy, that company has a mask guy. I said we should all be working together because we're, we're we're just we're just stopping each other from um, having many opportunities. See if we come together. Doesn't matter when we're on. You can have two people on. Um, in that promotion, you can have two people on that promotion. We we all promote each other, so it's not just Source are promoting um, Solar. It's not just PBW promoting uh, Look to DS. Like anytime I put up a match, you share mine, I'll share yours. It, it, and as soon as we start showing that solidarity, you'll see uh, you'll see them kind of the needle being moved, and then instantly, I think within the first week, Solar and Falcon were booked for a tag team tournament. Uh, myself and Soldato went down to Southside in England. Me and Soldato done wrestling speed in Scotland. Me and Solar became the tag team champions at the uh, Scottish Wrestling Alliance. We went up, me and Solar done United Pro Wrestling. Like, it just, as soon as we'd done it, everybody, it was as if somebody went wild, nobody else ever done that idea and put the mask guys together. Because not only, we've, not only if you booked me on your show, did you have my following promoting it, you have three other guys who aren't even on the show going to promote it so it's more eyes you've got more customers it's the way I put it across to anybody is like it's an opportunity for us to get more eyes on your flyer and your poster and as well as that means we get to hang out with each other if we're doing something where we're teaming together it it gives us an opportunity to create something new and and then a big massive wrestling come in and they said I want to book all four guys and I'm like yes this is what what we want the promotion to grab all four of and they said, yeah, I want all four days to fight each other. <laughs> and at first kid, I thought we'd all been like, oh, no. But I was like, perfect. And it gave us a chance to do a crazy match. And, and it was crazy. And it's one of my favourite matches I've ever had. So, Lucha Scotland was basically gave us all an extra wee nudge, get more, more eyes on all four of us. And the four days were all kind of friendly anyway. They, like, we... We didn't cross paths because we weren't always on the same shows as each other, so it gave us it gave us a, another wee kind of I don't know like we external bubble that the four years could go off and create something and then bring it back to our promotions, and only it only benefited everybody, and there, there was no downside to it. Um, 
and then when we did all get together and do that podcast with uh, Stephen, um, I was one of my favourite days. In fact, we were all drinking before it. I was steaming during it. And then after it, we had a night in Glasgow. Um, and that night, it was one of my best nights that I've had. So it, it, it made everything more fun. Um, so I, and then before Corona, Scottish Wrestling Alliance asked us to use the name when we were going to do Lucha Scotland shows. The shows were going to be called Lucha Scotland. And I still believe that that is planned. Um, another promotion did ask us to do it. Uh, and we were going to do a lucha only show for another promotion and they kind of put the brakes on a wee bit SWA come in, snapped it up so like and I'm assuming I would have been on that show <laughs> so it, it, it was creating, it was generating work for, for us so the, to me it's a, a win-win I remember SWA did say that they've got something uh, coming soon or, or something new coming yeah. soon so that that's what it was um, the, the, shows were, the, the shows were just about to get announced um, before Corona. There was a, there was a, a, a bunch of shows that were all going to come. I think then, one was supposed to be in Vernesque. Again, I remember that was that was when they had to postpone uh, initially um, the Vernesque coming one at the start of the year. Um, it, it was saying, oh, uh, we'll be back, but it was something new. So um, I, I was hopefully, so I'm assuming one was going to be uh, up, up at my end here, up in Inverness. Um, yeah, because I think up in Inverness we did do a. I think it was me and Solar, but then we. Me, Kieran, Jack Morris. I think we were done a match for. And, and I think initially I'd have been like, I'd have been good if all four days were wearing masks. Or we should have got them. It, the guys who didn't wear masks to wear masks that match just for the match. Because mm-hmm. um, that's one of my favourite things today, it seems when I get your show and like, somebody's like, oh. We will be there for this match, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, put a mask on. That's how I've done the one with Grado. Um, me and Grado, when we teamed Grado, wore a mask. Um, who did it? I tried to get Jack Jester to wear a mask. Um, oh, on another show, me and Jack were meant to be in a tag team. And then on the night of the... They never announced the matches for the show. The match was maybe me and Jack Jester as a team. And then on the night, they changed it. Um and I, I had the black mask and all. I'm looking forward to doing that one. That one didn't work. Then I done the one with Liam Thompson, where I fought Liam and Liam wore a mask. He wore a Spider-Man mask. Um, at Greenock Town Hall. So just again, it just gives you another dynamic to to have some fun. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Uh, yeah, it gives you a whole extra uh, like uh, world to because yeah, the mask can work if if the if the heel is wearing it ironically. Or if your tag team partner's wearing it to, to be solidarity as a team, uh, so, so yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's a perfect way. Um, let's be very much with with uh, Senza Volto. So that was United Pro Wrestling. Um, yeah. So that was it was a, a well held match. Uh, Senza a French? Am I right in thinking that? Is, is it a French yeah, match French. wrestler? Um, so what was it like? I, I, nearly, I nearly said his real name. Um, I, I think his real name's it. He was on WWE, wasn't he? He'd done a tryout, and they done a tryout for his mask on. They named him and stuff, but I'll not do it here. Um, yeah, so I done a match up there with him. That was a good laugh. So did it end <laughs> up, I think <laughs> I think it was, it was one of their biggest shows. Uh, to have I don't know, was it was it the Rocks Hotel? Was that the match or was that no? They <clears throat> no, they done it. They done it. We done that match. We main evented this match in Mintlaw, like the community centre. But I think it was one of the busiest shows. The one at the Rocks Hotel was me and Solar. 
versus Yuinji Maki and oh, I should really remember his name. He was the promoter. Uh, it was probably Stallion then, wasn't it? Stallion, Mark Stallion. I cannot remember his name. Though. I went blank. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, they, were, they were a team up in, in UPW. Uh, I remember it anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that's so just used to. Well, I thought there would be more to it, to be honest. Uh, was, was it just uh, an international name, or was it just a, just a case of um, you guys both have a very similar style? You know what you're doing? Just um, do I think I think initially I wasn't, I wasn't meant to have a match. Um, I think he was just booked to come and do the show because he was kind of doing a tour of the UK at the time. And when um, the guys who ran it told me that he was on the show, I, I just said to him, yeah, I, I, I want the match. And um, they kind of hummed and hawed about it because I think they had another idea for me that night. And um, I was just like, nope. And I never, asked, I never asked a promoter. I never asked for a match. I never asked for an import. I never asked to be on a certain spot. I just do whatever they ask me to do because that's my job. My job is me um, to book a show or promote a show. Um with, with, with talent they've got on it and I said to him no I, I want this match um, they come back to me fairly quick and said yeah do you know what it's a great idea let's have that match and the match is really the match was real really good the guy the, the French guy under the Sins of Auto Mask was interesting to plan with um, his English is good my Scottish isn't great like <laughs> you got to balance it and then um, so he's the only person who have planned a match. Now this I don't think I've ever told this story. We we planned it with whistling. So right. it was so rather than going, I'll I'll put you in here, I'll send you off and da 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 it was all literally standing going and we we planned the whole match through whistles. Huh. And it's the most bizarre thing I've ever done. And I was I was kinda of having fun with it backstage um on the day of the show. I think I was talking to Johnny Pugs. And I said, this guy's whistling at me rather than calling a match. Well, using whistles. And I kind of had a wee giggle about it. And then not only did I, I really like the way he done it, I then found myself doing it at other shows. So I'd be like, see that bit? I'll... <laughs> and it, it's, it's daft. It, it, I kind of adopted it. Because um, it makes sense. Now, a lot of times you get hung up with guys like... Um, like newer guys are trainees, like they'll, they'll call a move or they'll say, I'll hit you with this. And I'm going, What is that? I don't know the names of moves. Like, you, you need to show me, you need, you need to show me the movement. I need to know where I need to be. Um, so yeah, I'll whistle, I'll go, Oh, and that bit I'll go in, and they go, Aye, aye, aye. So it was a, it was a thing I adopted from him. Um, really nice guy. Every match is a learning experience, isn't it? Speaking of that, you had you were in the the first uh, GPWA Asylum Invitational. Uh, ah, that's right, yeah. I've written down here. I've, I've reminded you. But, uh, um, ah, yeah. So what was it like getting chosen for that? Was were you just was it just red lightning was going, or were you put forward for it? What was the? the um, I believe how it worked was they had their group of guys, and I think it was just given a kid fight as. You give us four of yours. I think the time it was Whippy at Source gave us four of yours. I think they used eight of theirs. And I think what the understanding was is like they would use use us to promote, um, like help build their guys up. And in turn, 
we'd obviously get to rub through their new eyes on crowd, friends and family, kind of growing, growing their product as well. And then I think every year it was going to, it was going to rotate. I don't know if it was like PBW are going to host at one time, but it kind of, after the first one, it just all changed. And it then became the Drew McIntyre Invitational. And I know it was meant to happen last year. Or did it not happen last year? I know it, it, it's one of the things like I, I kind of knew it was going to happen. And then when the plans changed, and I'll go, did that happen? Because I wasn't involved in it. Like I knew other young guys were getting another shot at it. And they were going to go kind of younger this year. Um, or last year. But it, 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 it kind of fell apart. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. It was there. Seventeen was yourself, and then next year was uh, oh, I can't remember who won it off the top of my head. Irving got it, I think it was. Um, and then, then the nineteen one got cancelled, and then obviously the world. Because my, my year was was Aaron Echo, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, he won. He won the first year. Um, it was Irving Garrett was second because he beat he beat Damien, I think, in the final. Uh, oh yeah, because from... uh, the second year was a good. I'm saying that was a good one because um, they done the wild card. Yeah, it wasn't they had, just uh, the three schools, they had wrestles on. And Ed Reckless, and uh, Theo Doris was the Reckless guy uh, for Wildcard. And he's a, he's a good guy as well. So, so just for what I was saying earlier with the Wrestle uh, Lucha Scotland thing, just look at these different dynamic matches when we, we don't just close off and say, this is us in that shoes. Let's, so I think Damien, did he not kill it that whole weekend? Like, I wasn't even there, and, and I heard about it, like, how well he done in that tournament. Yeah, and I mean... If they'd I've, have kept it the same format, he wouldn't have been part of it. Yeah, for, well, for me, up, up at this end, of course, I I'd, I, I was keeping... Well, I was keeping tabs on all of it, because I have to for, right. for this site. But I was keeping tabs on Damien's matches, because he's he's from my way, from northeast. So right. I was I was keeping an eye on his, and he was apparently just... just sm- well, he got to the final, so obviously he was doing something well, uh, smashing through the weekend, so... And I'll, um, I'll, let, I'll let you in on someone as well, like... Kind of a peek behind the curtain with that. He got to the final because he was doing so well. Then the the format didn't change. It wasn't a, it wasn't all penciled in that this person's going to go bum 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 all the way to the final. They, they, they were looking to see who was performing and how the crowd were engaging. Um, so he, he he was there on merit. All right. So yeah. So yeah, they had their first round. Maybe first round they knew who was kind of going through this next bit, and then that was it. From there, it was just a, an absolute open, uh-huh. open playing field. And, and, and on and on my one on the night, I know I know there was changes made on the night due to perform how people were performing. That's a so. fascinating way to do it because yeah, that, that just leaves it. I mean, Scottish wrestling, there's 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 no bets being taken or anything like that. But that's a fascinating way to 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 book the show and and just keep it all. All open playing field, and you're not just sitting back going, right? That's all the match is done. I'm going to go out and, and have a smoke whilst it's all all taking place. So that's right. that's fantastic. But, but but then if you think about it, the other way, it's also very clever because if, say there's eight matches, it means all sixteen people competing know that they they have to perform. You kind of go and phone it in. You go and phone it in. You're up. Well, I'm saying I've been out the first night, so it's my fault. So you've been well. Uh, Travelled. Um, just concentrating on Scotland for a second. You, you've you've wrestled pretty much all over, uh, including up in Caithness, uh, and you became the CPW heavyweight champion uh, not long before they closed. I don't think that was that was uh, coincidental uh, at all. But oh no, um, I was I was totally my fault. I killed it. <laughs> you, you killed Caithness, bro. Wrestling. I killed that. Uh, so it was like like traveling what, what's, I mean I know Dean Ford uh, sent a question and asking you for the best road trip stories uh, I bet there was a 
a fair few things happen between travelling from Greenock to, to Wick. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and for the record, Caithness isn't closed. It's just called someone else now. It's called Combat, Combat League. Wrestling. Yeah, and um, you're one of the houses. You're in one of the houses, I think, aren't you? I'm the house leader for Team Raven. Let's do it. Um, and 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 the and the idea of the new format is amazing. Um, and it's it, it's that whole thing about just said it gives you a different dynamic to go out and perform. We were talking about points on the board, um, for for your for your house and your team. Um, I think we we were in second place after the first night, but but a really good format. But um, yeah, that that drive up to KFNS and that's what Dean's fishing for because some of the best car journeys are having Dean the car going up and down there. Um. But it's um, that drive as a killer. Like obviously you're from Inverness, so you know that. See, just that drive from Glasgow to Inverness, that one road with the new runabouts and new gear change. Like you're driving, it's like hypnotising. Like it's so long, it's so boring. So you need you need a good car. You need fun people to win with you. You don't want people going to sit in the back and go for a nap um, and just expect to turn up six and a half hours up the road. Um, so Dean Dean's Dean's a good guy being a car way. Um, who else is really fun? Uh, Angel Hayes is really fun for that drive as well, and we Logan Smith. Um, I think I was a last car, um, as well as Solar. Um, because the way it normally works is, it, it wasn't really like separate, but basically due to shows being done here the night before, I would have to drive on the day because I'd be doing here then. Like, I think it was Pro Wrestling Innovation. I was doing the night before the last couple of dates, the way it worked out. So the PBW guys tended to travel up separate, um, or the Pro Wrestling Innovation guys would travel up separate because we were on a different show. And the Source guys, their show was usually like the day after our first females would be on that weekend. So they would be after the night before, so they'd head up. And that, that drive is brutal, absolutely brutal. It doesn't matter what time you leave that, it's just monotonous and slow. Then you get Inverness, pilot to Inverness, usually into Burger King where the the cinemas. Oh, right. there, grab right. grab some scran, pop into Tesco's, use the bathroom, get a couple of drinks in, hydrate back on the road for that final bit, which is the nice bit of the drive. Uh, kind of scenic coastal road. Um by the the, the car journeys and wrestling are they're interesting. They're they're always fun. Um at first, it used to be told, like, don't just sit there, like, ask questions. You're in there with your peers and your veterans and, like, pick their brains. But nine times out of ten, the guys are, this is a 500 trip. They don't want to hear you break down an international. Like, they, they just want to chat normal stuff. They want to, you know, videos, films you've watched. So, wrestling chat fizzles out fairly quick, unless somebody's getting interesting, like, by night of four. Did you hear about this or hear about that? And it turns into a kind of gossip session. I know from my experience, I, I, I did a bit of driving for Rock and Wrestle um, and I had uh, Joey Legend and uh, in, in the car uh, for Aberdeen to Inverness. Um, and I'd stop in, in between because I live in Elgin, so it's just about halfway between. Um, yeah. I had to pick up my, my girlfriend, my wife. She was coming to the show. So I had this car with uh, myself, Crusher Crabe, Joey Legend, my girlfriend, and uh, I can honestly say that not one in that last hour and a half of, of driving wrestling was not talked about in the slightest. It yeah. was all about shows and 
and uh, Disney and and all that kind of stuff. So I suppose I mean at the same time, like you're saying, they don't want to. Nobody wants to sit for five hundred miles, really going on about uh, this wrist lock. This is the intricate details of a wrist lock. Right. They just want to. They want to chill before they actually have to go do to, to get a single out with wrestling. Sometimes, you, like obviously, you're involved in a wrestling website, so like you're inundated with all this wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. See, for me, I'll be completely honest. Since lockdown, I haven't watched a bit because I can't. I, I just can't watch a show with any fans. I know you've been on the the Thunderdome wall of spotlight when you've shared it. No. I've, 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 I can't take myself to watching it because the the whole point of wrestling in a ring is to perform for the fans who are there and then react from how they're reacting and how you react in the ring. And we'd be same if I was asked to go and do a show, closed doors. I'd be kind of lost. You'd, I'd just be going through emotions. I'd just be like, right, this part will do this, and I'll do this, and I'll do this. But without getting that feedback, that instant feedback, um, you, you wouldn't know if it's going well. And I, I, I find myself, I'm a bit lost with it. COVID has grounded it a halt. Um, but on the, I always try and find the positives. And the positives, I haven't wrestled since March. My, my body is... The fastest I've ever been, I've got knee injuries, none is sore, whereas before, like, it, it'd basically be what is sore today, whether it be my foot, my ankle, my shoulder, my ribs, there was always an injury, because you're just physical contact all the time, and since then, I feel fatter than I've ever been, so I, I take that as a positive. Absolutely, I think so. It's, it's definitely allowed a lot of wrestlers to kind of just, just heal. Um, I mean, right now, Obviously, nothing's happening. I mean, some, there's some places that are open. I mean, when this goes out, it'll be January, so we might have a bit of a clearer idea at that point what's happening. But honestly, I can't see any wrestling shows happening until autumn next year, uh, safely anyway. Uh, maybe some behind-the-door stuff. I, but... I think you're, you're, you're not far off the mark. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm open to taking bookings, but I will not do a booking where I feel there's any hint at all of Think people are, people not been looked after as much as we, we all want to get in the ring and perform. The fans, the fans need to be protected as well. Um, that's I think that's just a, a theme across Scottish wrestling. Just now, fans need to be protected and um, put, putting people at risk. Um, because like even me, the first thing I do when I come out is high five every single kid in the place. I'm like, bang, 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 bang. within the first minute and a half, I've touched maybe 120 people. Like just by doing that first look, and then the first thing I do is go and grab my opponent. So if somebody in that wee da 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 has something I don't want, I'm getting it, and I'm going to get it to them and get it to the next one. So yeah, the referee's uh, there, so the referee's going to pass it on to the next guy, and it's just it, exactly, and we're sweating over that canvas. So, um, and, until until it can be done safely, um, nobody should be nobody should be putting shows on, um. But I'll tell you one thing: the day, the very first day, they say shows can happen, I'll be off. Um, I'll be first. I'll be first in the ring. Um, I'll be knocking the door of every promoter who is ready to do it when it's good to go, and I'll be fighting to get. I, I want to be. I want to be the first wrestler through the curtain at the first show. But that'll be the time that, that you, you. I mean, you've had four matches in it, but that'll be definitely the one that the Boba Fett one comes out just to. Just to be on the safe side. <laughs> my, my new coronavirus mask. <laughs> um, 
But um, yeah, no, um, that, that's what my goal is. My goal is for, for the first show that I'm on after coronavirus, I want to be the first person at Free Cotton. Which technically I shouldn't be, it's usually a bad time. At first, I'm, 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 that night I'm going to first. I think, I think that's the time the exception can happen, especially if it's the, fir- if it's the first show back. You don't want to be the first reaction when 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 the show starts is to boo. No, no, you want to the big cheer and <sighs> uh, yeah, wrestling's back. That's the exactly. That's the thing, and but... I know it's going to be it's going to be me versus looking sharp. Of course, I'm going to come out first, and he's going to come in a ring. And he's going to cough all over me because <laughs> he's a wee he's a wee scumbag. And and the whole match is going to be him coughing me and me squatting with hand sanitizer. I've already got a match planned. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm, 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 I'm all in for it. Um, so uh, you mentioned that you won the, the SWA Tag Team Championships with with Solar. Uh, what was was that? Was that your first championship? Am I right in thinking that was that your first, other than maybe a, a hardcore championship somewhere? Was that your first uh, actual belt? I think so. That's bad. I should really know. Um, I think it was the first belt. Um, it was me and Solar versus Polo Promotions, at Motherwell Concert Hall. Um. Quite a, a big team to beat for, for a title, especially with Mark Coffey now as NXT UK and uh, well, Jackie Polo is Jackie Polo. So uh, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was, must Mark, be quite... Mark Coffey, I think, I've, I've not watched much NXT UK stuff. Like I said, I've not, I've not been following it because once it's stopped for me, I kind of lost interest in kind of following it, the weekly, weekly episodic or whatever it's called. But um, I think Mark Coffey is the... He's a kind of dark horse in it. Like he's getting used in tag team and three way in that, but I think see if they wants to take the reins off him and let him go solo, I think he's the he's the, the main guy, I think. He's got so, he's, I don't think he's ever had the opportunity to really show his charisma outside of pole promotion. So I think they're they've, they've kind of keep him similar. Mark Mark himself, like uh, outside of like Mark Coffee Carter is, is hilarious. He's a really good guy, really nice guy as well. So um I think if if WWE or NXT UK, whatever, whatever moniker they're, they're using that with him, like give him a real push, he, he, he's he's a star in the making. I think. Absolutely. I mean, you're you're saying about by watching wrestling. I think this lockdown has made me watch more wrestling than ever before, just because I'm working from home, so I could watch the pay per views on a Sunday, and then yeah. I could just I could just like my my bedroom's literally on the other side of this wall, so I could just come in and look like utter crap because I don't have to look at people uh, well, I've watched the, I've watched the, I've, I've still been watching old stuff like mm. um, I'm just not watching I'm just not watching any new fans um, I'm still watching my kind of old favourites I've got um, the High Sports Network which is great they, they've always got loads of content up um, and it's always it's always kind of new stuff but the best thing is they've got a big vault a back catalogue of kind of old obscure brands as well just because like a certain name was on it at a certain time they this kind of back catalogues went on so there's, there's loads of stuff out to watch nice right, so, so yeah it's just to keep yeah that's i, I, I see see both sides of it for, um, for me I, i've enjoyed it but just because i've been able to try and try and uh appear on this thunderdome thing which is the still the weirdest thing ever but it's getting me to actually watch the show so clearly it's is, it, is it true is it true they're feeding you with your day but um well they, uh, they tell you, right, this is what they did at the start for it. Um, my very first one, which is the, one of the first Thunderdome ones, did Kevin Owens do the introduction, and then after that, they stopped doing that entirely. But they've got a guy telling you, like, 
what do you think of Sasha Banks? Uh, what do you think of... And then you're supposed to read their mind and you're supposed to cheer or boo the baby face or the heel. Right, okay. That's what they tell you. And then I got booted out of a stream because they went, what do you think of Sasha Banks? And that was after she attacked Bailey. And I booed because I just, I don't like Sasha Banks particularly. I think she's really great in the ring. I just don't like her character particularly. I think she's, uh. she's such, just so smarmy and so cocky. So I booed her and then suddenly I got kicked out of the Thunderdome. Because so, I, I I got told that like basically they were feeding people like at this point we need everybody to do a thumbs up yeah and we need people to cheer or so I don't know if I was the only one who got booted out because the next one I got into it was very very clear cut what you had to do which was uh, thumbs up for for so and so or boo Roman Reigns but how how were they telling you to do it they're doing it, it as the show goes on or they yeah. telling you this bit we need that this bit. Yeah, the audio comes over. Um, so I was watching it on the laptop. You, you see the live feed, which is about a minute, uh, which is actually live. The network's about a minute uh, behind. And they just come over the, the audio and just go, oh, uh, thumbs up for Dance, so monkeys, dance. <laughs> Pretty much. And if you don't dance, you get booted out. So you're just like, yeah. That's, 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 that's mind control stuff. That's, but but that, that, that proves my point of um, that you're not getting a reaction. You're not getting an actual reaction. Mm. Um, because... Sometimes, like, I've, I've done shows where we guy in the front row is like, you're a dafty. You're just like, what? look at you, look at the state of you and your mask, and you're like, wow, man, like, that's worse than any boo, that one <laughs> wee voice. Um, but, but but it's an honest reaction. She's trying to get a reaction for me. Um, and then in turn, any time I do in the match, I'm looking for him. Like, ah, can you do this? Oh, no, you can't, you'll be dafty. But, but it, it's that reaction and it was, I read online I, I don't even know was it was it you who posted it? But somebody posted like basically when you're on it you're, you're told thumb up, cheer boo, blah 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 and I'm just like I, I, I love the, the scene, I think it looks great but let people react, I know there's a few people who took the microwave and yeah, held stuff was, up and all that but... uh, There was, there was uh, someone who, who had a, a certain uh yeah, better, better not to, to go into it, but yeah, some people have taken advantage of it. I think that's possibly why they've just went from, um, oh, what do you think of so-and-so to do it, do what I'm telling you to yeah. do. Uh, who who is it is talking? Did, is it somebody you know, no? No, nah, nah, just, just a voice. Just a voice. It's not Kevin Dunn or anything like that. It's just a, a voice just, just telling That'd you. That'd be cool if it had been so, but... I would love that. I, I would... <laughs> You know, everyone's I and mean, everyone has rightful bad things to say about Vince, but I guarantee you, if he came over that audio and told you to do something, you would do You'd it. Do it. Yeah. The guy's a lunatic. I mean, he's, he's he, he, you don't live to that age being the shape he's in, run that size company, and being normal. Like the fact that people come out and go, ah, "Did you hear what so and so done?" You go, "Yeah, he's a he's a lunatic." Well, he, did he, the, he, he did the jump. These people, uh, he did the Gronk jump at WrestleMania and then the rehearsal because Gronk wouldn't do it. Or Gronk was exactly. like, I'm not sure. And Vince just went, right, that's what you do. And he jumped off himself. Yeah, it's just and, nuts. Yeah, that, that's what bonkers billionaires do. They, they jump off stuff. <laughs> that's how they become bonkers billionaires. They don't become it by sitting behind a desk and like putting numbers into a computer. You, you've, got to be a, you've got to be a special type and he's that special type. I think it was a, a story that came out this week as of recording that it was it was uh, some sort of idea got shot down but it started with Vince going uh, um, right I want I'm gonna, we're, we're going to do something in this hospital and we're going to destroy this hospital I should probably buy this hospital wing 
and then the idea got eventually shot down and he just went, what was that, what was that idea about buying a wing? I should probably still do that. And they just wrote down the word hospital and then walked off. It's like, he's just, he's insane. <laughs> he's probably, he's, he's the guy you want to interview, but at the same time, you just sit there going, I, I have no idea what to ask you. They, no, he would, you just, the thing is, is he, he would completely razzle-dazzle razzle dazzle you. He, he would, he would mesmerise you with, He'd be the most normal guy ever if you sat and talked to him. He's not going to sit and pull his hair out. You know what I mean? In front of you, like he's, he's when when it's time to turn on, it turns on. But then you get a wee glimpses of him being a a lunatic, um, when he wants to be a feather of Stephanie's baby and stuff like that. It's a it's a special kind of character. Before you know it, you'd be standing over there over a a, a bin, um, being puke two point and he's just shouting. Ah, yeah, big man <laughs> spitting worms in your face or something. Like it's it's. The weird world of professional wrestling, as I say. Speaking of the weird world, there we go. Um, you've been keeping yourself busy during uh, lockdown. I'm noticing with your at the start anyway, doing the things like your Taskmaster uh, challenges oh, yeah, yeah. with your son. Um, is this just all just stuff just to, to keep you active, keep you motivated, just keep try you to sane? keep try to keep a wee man busy. Um, <laughs> he was off school. Um, I love, I love Taskmaster, so I was doing the challenges, and then I have fared into I just done a YouTube channel for my boy, and so we just started making videos for him, getting content for him. Uh, so we kind of versed into that, and my boy's a mad gamer, so just now we're crushing Fortnite and um, try to get all these Marvel skins unlocked. So the 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 idea initially because at first like when you guys were doing like your tag tournament and your elimination tournament, it was good for people who are wanting to create content. Like they don't want people to be forgetting that you yeah, hello, there's there's a there's a wrestling scene out here. But same way wrestling scene, acting scene, comedy scene, it's all did. Entertainment has fizzled out. Even though they forget that nine times out of ten that this is where people spend their money on when they earn money. And it, like TV shows aren't getting made, films aren't getting made. Yet during lockdown, everybody's cramming Netflix and trying to get as much content as they can. So I was like, I, I need, I need to do something to be creative. I jumped on a couple of your tournament. I think it was a tag tournament, a singles tournament, or something. And and then I got to a point when you were doing all stuff, and I was kind of like, you know what? I can't join in because I, I would be, I would be lying if I'd say that I'm enjoying that. Mm-hmm. I've got a point where, obviously. The whole speaking out movement and everything with wrestling has slowed everything down, and everything's ground to a halt. And web promotions are still promotions and no promotions, and like it's, it's such enjoyment out of it. It, it just stopped, you stopped. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it got to a point where, like, if you said you were a wrestler, <clears throat> like you, you instantly became associated or associated by proxy. So let's say, and then. But, but people tend to forget, like, well, earlier on, you mentioned Crusher and Damien for up north. I've never met them. I've wrestled all this time. I've never been on a show with them. Like, like there, there is a, a wrestling scene, there's a wrestling world, a wrestling bubble, but the guys in it, like, I, I, haven't, I have not physically seen another wrestler since lockdown because I don't go in the that social side, social circles. The guys who go to gymnastics tell like uh, Craig Anthony, uh, Soldato and Solar have come along to gymnastics class. But when it comes to actual wrestling, training, schools, I've I've been I've been away um because obviously coronavirus locked in and bubbles and all that. So 
when all this has happened, I think everybody kind of now feels isolated. That we're, we're all... I'm, I'm, I guarantee you there'll be guys who are not going to come back, um, mm. who will surprise you that they're not going to come back because they fell out of love with it. There'll be other guys who were on the periphery and maybe getting into shows and coming on to do stuff who are going to come back and be stars because there's gaps opening up. Um, and we kind of found out with the NXT UK thing when a couple of guys all got whipped off of shows because they weren't allowed to uh, work the indies and stuff. So wrestling, when it comes back, I think will be a different animal altogether. Um, the, I don't want to get into depth of the, the speaking out thing because I don't know. I, like, I, it's not like people people very quick to come out and condemn and come out and give their sides of the stories and all that. I don't have stories and I never witnessed stuff that was spoke about. So me coming out and putting my name on it or showing support or not showing support, it, it would be it would be false. It'd be a false narrative to give. Um but the, the way I said the way I explained it to one of my pals when he was asking me about it, I said like you work if you work in Tesco's, right? You work in Tesco's in Inverness and I work in Tesco's in uh, Greenock. We're both we're both Tesco's workers. I don't know who you are, and what you do in Inverness has no impact on what it does with me. But then if a story comes out that Tesco workers are all bad people, then we get tarred with the same brush. Mm-hmm. Whether it be up there or down there, but but there's a disassociation because the like the 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 stories and the the stuff that was coming out and it's no and I'm not saying I don't believe stories for a second. But what I'm saying is, I, I have no emotional attachment to it because I'm not involved. Mm. So, I, I could. I, that was one of the reasons why my podcast stopped back in March as well, and that was before speaking out. It stopped because I had nothing to promote. I wasn't saying come to this show, come to that show, or I'm watching this wrestling or that wrestling because I was kind of like, oh, well, let's just have a wee a wee break for it. But when when wrestling does come back, the podcast will be back, and it'll be more interviews and uh, speaking to people. And, and I'm sure there's a lot more stories to come from people who they feel involved and in, uh, feel that it's had an impact on them. So, Absolutely. I, the, the speaking out movement in general, is, is it changed the landscape. I mean, this was if there was any time for it to happen, it had to be during a prolonged break in wrestling because then there's enough time for, for things to reset, enough, enough time for things to change, or at least put plans in place. I mean, we're not going to know if these plans work until the shows come back or, or if they come back at all. Yeah. Uh, but at least it, it, you, you can see the workings of of, of, uh, of companies going, right, this is this is what we plan to do. Whether it works or not, we don't know, but we're yeah. going to find out. Uh, but you're absolutely right. There's going to be people that you, you'll be surprised that won't come back for whatever reason. You'll never, we'll never know why. Um, uh, I'll, you, find, I'll see, find it. Because I'll, I'll have them on my podcast and I'll ask them, why not wrestling anymore? As long as you don't pay on Friday, I don't, I don't need to undercut my, my work here. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> well, I'll, 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 I'll tag you in the post. But no, <laughs> it's um, the, the, the whole thing with wrestling, and, I've, and I'll always say it, the day I stop enjoying physically doing it, or the, will be the day I stop doing it. Mm-hmm. it it's, I, I, the day I started, I, it was never a plan to get to WWE. And it was always said to me in training, if you don't want to be... No training. I was at a seminar by another Scottish promoter um, who said to everybody, put your hand up here if you want to go to WWE. 
and then come people and I did not put my hand up because <clears throat> I'm I'm older and I, I know I know what I can do and what I can't do, and I know what they're looking for, and it ain't a five foot six wee Scottish luchador. Um, any time they sign a luchador, the first thing they do is put the mask off them because they only have one luchador and his name's Remy Studio. Or else you're part of the lucha house party when you come out with your pinata. So that, that I, I know I know what my mark I know what my market is. Um, and I said no, I, I don't want to go to WWE. And it wasn't me being like, oh, I want to go to Ring of Honor. Like I wasn't being a snob about it. I just I know what I want to do and what I don't want to do in the day. I stop enjoying it. It'll be a day the mask comes off and it stays off. So there'll be other guys who have lost fell out of love with it. There'll be guys who have just haven't done any sort of physical training and will be in atrocious shape and will need to get back into shape to get back into it and some of them might not want to do it anymore um, and then there'll be other guys who don't want to share locker rooms with other guys who are there and, and that's the other side of it like the first time a show poster goes up with certain names on it you know it's going to happen Twitter's going to be like whoop. Um, and then it's going to be up to the guys who are in the locker room to decide whether they want to be on that show as well mm. so there's there's a million and one moving pieces that are going to be thingy and my whole thing is let me go first <laughs> let me go first then get in my car and get him <laughs> avoid, avoid any trouble I'm going home uh, let, let me do a couple of flips sell a couple of horses and get down the road and time to get a wee Chinese before I go to my bed uh, but no, I'm exactly in agreement with you about the the losing enjoyment of it, and that's over. Because when that all started coming out, and, I, and the amount of stuff I had to take off the site, just either as a, a precaution or they were clearly mm. named out and things like that. Um, well, I done I done it myself. I messaged you. Uh, so I messaged yeah. you on the page, and I said, "Can you can you take something off with the piece I yeah. wrote myself?" Uh, um, so you do, do yourself and... as well. But yeah, I took down about like about eight hundred posts in total. And it was just, by the time I, I finished that, I thought, right, okay, that's, that's that done. Another story came out, so I had to go back on and delete more. And it was just, there was there was some there was some names that if they got named in something, I think would have just killed everything for me. I would have just went, nah, that's it, that's me done. But um, that's why I've, I've ended up doing this podcast, because people are, guys like yourself are, are just rattling in the house now. So at least the least I can do is chat to you about wrestling for a bit and then, and uh, and hopefully get a couple of views out of it. That's just the kind of hope. Yeah. Speaking of your podcast, oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, speaking well, of your podcast, I was going to say that the in, in wrestling and it, and it, it needs to be emphasised greatly. There is a million and one great guys. There's some of the best people you'll ever meet. Um, for the likes of people who are like the likes of Scott Maverick, who became a close family friend. Like, I, I don't have a massive circle of friends away from wrestling. I have the guys I play football with, I have the guys I go to gym with, I have the guys I do gymnastics with. I have, I have my wee pockets in wrestling. I, I was always slow in doing it, because, just purely geographically. I can't be palsy if you live in Inverness, because I'll see you twice twice a year. It's not a can't be palsy, but I'm not going to come go for a fight with you the weekend, because it's a four-hour drive. So... The the people the people in wrestling shouldn't be vilified for being a wrestler because of like, that whole thing I've seen. If you work for Tesco's, it's there's a million one different places out there. Um, the good guys are are still there. The the shows 
will still go on. The promotions, some will be back, some won't, some under different names, some new names, some will vanish forever. And it's up, it's up to us who are still going to be involved to to carry it forward positively, and not just be the the shadow of. Do you remember what it used to be like? You, you, it's, yeah, it's time to kind of shake the cobwebs off a wee bit and go the the new the new brand or what the fact of the the good brand should continue. Uh, yeah, I mean it's same with anything. Same with anything wrestling wise and anything in the world really. There's always the vocal minority that ruin it for the for the majority that are just getting on with it and just just uh, the they. I think I was speaking to Scotty uh, Swift about it and he was just like um, the, his guys are just boring. Uh, they they go set up the ring, do their show, maybe uh, have a wee chat afterwards and they go home. That's it. That's why there was no drama up this end because there's no drama to be had because they just go home. <laughs> exactly. And most of, most of the stuff that, and I'm just being careful how I say it because I don't, I don't want anybody to feel that I'm minimising what's been said. But see all the stories that come out and all the stuff that did come out it didn't happen at wrestling shows. Like, the, it was people in their homes or at pubs and clubs and after, like, it, it, it wasn't happening sitting at, I know there was a few dressing room things with, with girls down south saying that they felt, they, they, they felt uncomfortable and stuff. Um, but again, that's done in England and, it, and you, you can have that gap, but most of the stuff that was coming out wasn't happening in front of you. Like you want to, you you want to go and oh look at that! I'll not look at that. Mm-hmm. No, I mean so um, it it it's just tough to to understand why why everything. I think see see coronavirus never ground everything at all. Speaking out with it, if if that hadn't happened, mm-hmm. speaking out with that, if speaking out with it happened, we all shows going on. Everything would have ground to a halt. I think it's definitely for definitely for some of them, I, I guarantee. But yeah, I mean. <sighs> I, I, we're not going to labour any further about it because if we do, we're going to just get in each other's sad. And uh, it's not what the podcast I need a hug. Exactly. It's not what the podcast for. Um, but yeah, it, it's a very sensitive subject. Neither of us know enough to, to comment on it at length. So we'll just kind of move on a little bit uh, from it. And um, I, I, think, I think that's important, but they, they, when, when these conversations are ready to be had, they, they, they are had. Um, and and being one of the like, don't tell him that I am one of the older guys, but the kind of more mature guys um, are, are really need to be the guys who tell these young boys coming up that like look what happens when when you you try and live like a rock star. You're not a rock star. You're a wrestler. It's professional. He'd treat it like a job because because as a job you get paid for it. So you would if you wouldn't date in your work, don't date in don't date in wrestling. Exactly. I mean, if, if I right, we are going to move on. But last thing I'll say about it <laughs> is, uh, if if I'm in my job and I meet, uh, I, I work in customer services. So if I meet a, a client and I do whatever I need to do, and then later on I get their number off a system and start texting them, that's inappropriate. It's it's in, but it's not my yeah. It's not me doing it. Work. It's a bit. It's, 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 it's a bit. That's it. Breach confidence. There we go. That's the phrase we've been looking for the whole time that neither of us could think of. That's it. Breach of confidence. And that's yeah. what's that's the biggest problem about it. Uh, biggest thing has come about. Right, put that aside. That's gone. We're not speaking about that anymore. Um, we're speaking about your podcast because that's where we, we were going before we, we 
we got stuck on a roundabout of uh, of speaking out. Um, so let me say to start the, your own podcast, uh, Lou Chat, Lou Chat, Lou Chat. Yeah, um, I, I, I love podcasts. Any any day of the week, um, whether I'm driving, sitting in the house, sitting playing the PlayStation, I've got my headphones on. And it would be, whether it be like Joe Rogan, Bad Friends, um, Two Bears, One Cave, Your Mom's House, oh, what's the other ones? The King and the Sting. Like, oh, oh, my, my YouTube is set up, so every day there's maybe two or three podcasts in the kind of rotation. Um, and it went through a phase when it was all wrestling ones, you had like Steve Austin's, Jericho's, Coke Cabana's was obviously, I still think it's the best one. Like, it was the best one um, that's happened. I think it's because of the, the longevity. And he, he knew what he was doing by the time, by the time everybody got on board, it was already really good. It wasn't like sound issues and cutting them off and stuff. So the wrestling ones got in a rotation and I thought, to be fair, you do it. You don't need a lot of equipment. You need good equipment when you do use it. And then I went and done the Tuck of the Draw one with Stephen. And it, it was a H1 Zoom recorder on a table. And I was going, is that all it is? Like, I could get one of them. And then I was going, and I've got a different take on wrestling because I'm I'm actually involved in it. And, and at first I was very much doing 30 minutes myself talking solo. But I was using it as a promotional tool. On Friday, I'm here. On Saturday, I'm here. Buy tickets here, buy tickets there. Because what I was trying to get away from was the blitzing of Facebook invitations to folk. Because, to be honest, that rubs people up the wrong way. But I'm not going to sit and click through 500 people. He, he would like one, he wouldn't. He would like one, he wouldn't. So I would just blitz everybody. And it, and I did get heat off it um, from wrestlers. Like, going to, don't don't invite me to that promotion because I'm, I'm not involved in that promotion. I was like, get a grip, mate. It's an invite. So <laughs> it was um, to get a point of having a different way of promoting. And and then I kind of got a wee bug for it and I kind of found myself having a laugh with it. And then I interviewed a couple of folk and I, and I, I kind of did enjoyment from, from actually sitting and doing it. And it was a bit therapeutic. Like I felt I was getting stuff off my chest. And there was ones where literally I'd, I'd press stop and delete because I can't I can't put out what I've just said because it's going to get me it's going to get me unbooked from shows or it's going to end up me having to fight somebody at a show because somebody's going to take a hump with what I said um, because it, it was very much a, a passion piece like I wasn't just going well on Friday you can find me here and on because I I wouldn't listen to that and I wanted to listen to a podcast that I would listen to. So somebody try to have a laugh and actually get a perspective on stuff was was the kind of the whole idea behind it. And then if it got me an extra booking by sending a promoter, I'll, I'll interview you on my podcast. Or, but I never ever got to that stage of doing promoters because I felt it was fishing. Mm. But no, I, well, like I say, it doesn't take a lot. I've got an ancient uh, ancient laptop here. Uh, this cost me two pound off eBay and Zoom. That's it. That's all it I, takes. I was going to, I was going to do the Zoom ones because I, I downloaded it and I was going to interview Logan Smith right at the start of lockdown. Um, and I actually have a space um, downstairs uh, in my basement. I was going to convert it into like a room. I was going to have people come and sit and video it, kind of Joe Rogan-ish type thing. 
like I, I was going to throw money at it and um, do it, and then like I said, COVID slammed the brakes on probably in a good way because I think I would have spent a fortune on it. Yeah. And it, it and it just be sitting down there and empty room with my wee boy's bike in it. I, I keep looking at things. I'm, I'm thinking of like getting a, a green screen up behind me just so you're not seeing yellow behind yeah. me because it's not great when you have a lot la- the lights right there as well. And it's just all you can see is my head is actually starting to camouflage into the wall. It's that yeah. It's that yellow. But I mean, to be honest, I always set this up just as just as a as a thought, and you you'll be guest number thirty. I think by the time this goes out, so well, that's more, more than I had. I think I had maybe in total ten people interviewed. Yeah, and, and when I was interviewing them, um, I, I wasn't asking like how did you get into it or blah blah blah. It, it was more. Do you remember this time? I, I was trying yeah. to fish the stories up, um, like with Krieger when I done his Harry Potter story. See, see, he told me that story in a car journey once, and my in my head I went, if I ever do a podcast that's the story I want for the podcast and I remember telling him he said he was going to do a podcast with somebody else I said don't tell that story let, let me have that story um, and it's still one of my favourite stories um, from from people in wrestling that, that's kind of what I mean I, I do the boring story I do the boring question at starting out I call it the boring question because I know it's the boring question of how do you get yeah. into wrestling because you run a wrestling website and if you didn't ask that question there'll be somebody sitting at home going why did you not ask that <laughs> exactly like like like, like it's it, it, it expected of like a format like yourself to, to ask that type mm-hmm. of question but if you're a wrestler you can just literally go oh mind that time when and then just go straight into Mind that it. time just... you bust my nose open. Or mind that time. In fact, the one I've done with Solar, I interviewed him an hour after he'd been knocked out during my show. I remember, yeah, because yeah. there was a disclaimer at the start of it that you literally yeah. told us that, that was, that's I what happened. Look, he, he, is, he is currently injured. Like he, I'm not even sure if he's lucid, but the two of us are sitting in his house. I've got to sit and observe him for a couple of hours because the paramedics told me to. And I had my, my recorder, and I said, well, "Let's do it." And um, I think it's, I think it, it's a really good podcast for people involved in wrestling about aspects of safety. Absolutely, um, um, it's one of my it's one of my favorites. We we actually when when they were coming out, we were putting them on on the site. So if anyone wants to go check the it's under podcast blue chat you can you'll find them you'll find the back catalogue and they're yeah. on soundcloud so you can check them out there if anyone's uh watching this and wants to listen to it um after they've listened to this one of course um see see with yours i'm just interested to know because i i've never done it did you look at the numbers like views hits sounds um i do because we do the the 100 club on youtube um that really just so people share it so they can be part of this yeah, yeah. club um, I'm not that worried about them. I was at first. I was like, "Oh, it's not. It's only 20 people listen to this one." Then my head was going, "20 people have actually listened to this." So, yeah. but but my my thing with mine is, um, I was asked to join a network. Um, I was actually offered a chance to earn some money with my podcast um, and be on this network. And um, as part of it, they they asked to be able to access my analytics of who thing with. And I said, um, no. And, they said, and the guy said, eh, why not? And I said, because I don't look at them. And he said, do you not know how many people? And I said, no, because I don't care. I do, I do it for me. It's a, it was a passion piece. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, and, he, and I think he kind of liked that um, because they still offered me the thing away and I said I'm having a break just now anyway because of the uh, coronavirus but um, it, it was one of the things that I think if you, you get stuck in the numbers if you, if you start worrying about that you're not worrying about the, the quality I think I think if it's if, if you if you want but if you want the most numbers have Gradle you, you, you'll get the most numbers if you have Gradle mm-hmm. Um if you're looking for just loads of good content and keeping it interesting, you interview everybody. Exactly. Well, that's that's so. that's my thought. I've got, I've got uh, like three more, no four, three more, and then I'm taking a break because that'll I'll have enough podcasts from that point to take me to February next year. Did you do Johnny Pugs? Did you do one? Man? Yes, he he would have been interviewed by the time this comes out. So that was that was that was a really long chat. It was good fun. Um, because he talks a lot of nonsense. That's all. <laughs> It's fine. It's, 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 it's sometimes in this game it's about length. Uh, so yeah, he's, 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 um, he he's a he he's a great guy. Um, and as seeing you're talking about your giant haystacks, he's ours. Mm. People need to do stuff with him. Yeah, he needs well, to be the monster. Was, on. He was saying uh, he off, off the on record. Yeah, there's places that he's he's he, wa- he wants to work, but yeah. uh, for whatever reason they're not they're not taking him it's, on. It's, 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 it's purely cost. He loves miles away. Mm. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's, and, he's a criminal. So. <laughs> yeah, and he, but he's also he's also a big guy. You, you can't just expect him to jump a car, drive down to a showing him. He's, mm. he's a big guy. He he needs to be put up. He needs a room. Like it's uh, to me, obviously, it, it puts the cost up and stuff. And I'm not speaking on. I'm not his agent, mm. but um, like we're talking about wrestling this after. Lockdown, like you, you want to start fresh, you want new faces and add them. He'd be my first, see if you're doing a draft, he'd be my first pick. Mm. I'd take him down back. You're, you're the new monster. You're going to destroy everybody for the next two years and have a streak like the other. And because no, no, no dad in the crowd is going to sit in the crowd and go, I would do him. Because no. you wouldn't. He's a big war. You, you, have the, you have him uh, win, win the big belt and then you have the big plucky baby face just eventually by some shenanigans. Me. Yokozuna, pretty much. Yokozuna uh, booking. That's what you do. <laughs> you you yeah. buy shenanigans by hooker, by crook. He loses and then the, it's big reaction. It's Wrestling's easy. I think when, when, you, when you strip it back, wrestling booking is super easy. It's just a case of doing it. Because yeah. when, you, when you see it done right, you just look at it and go, of course it is. There's it's easy. Why are you do? Why are you making it complicated? <laughs> I, I remember um, someday, I think it was a written interview. Somebody had said to me, like, I went on cage match, and do you know you haven't lost like in so many matches or blah 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 blah? And I was like, no, I didn't, because chances are the mask guy doesn't lose often because he's he's there to lift the crowd, um, and and when I do get beat. I, I normally get leathered, and in my, every match I tend to get leathered. As 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 how wrestling works, I'm a wee guy. If I came out and started throwing Johnny Pugs about, nobody in the crowd's going to buy it. If I pick them up and slam them like Hulk Hogan did to Andre Giant, like it, it, that shouldn't be happening on shows. Like maybe that once in his whole career should somebody slam him. But yeah, like just wrestling is just so straightforward, and people make it. So weird. Uh, right. Okay. So, um, outside the other venture outside of, of podcasts and wrestling, kind of, was uh, just before this lockdown going out, you were advertising, was it uh, 
a, a joint venture with Krieger. Yeah, uh, power, uh, power bomb parties. Um, basically, basically, we've got asked to do. I, I get asked all the time to do birthday parties, um, and I do loads. Um, I also got asked to do during lockdown. I have done. If, if I said 50, I wouldn't be exaggerating. Video messages, so kids' birthdays, would you, like people message page, can you do a wee birthday message for my son or my daughter? It's their 10th birthday, they're a fan of wrestling, would you mind doing it? And I just said yes to everything. The plan initially was I was going to charge for them. Um, but during lockdown, like, people are, people are struggling, some people are out of work and stuff. And I'm like, if I can lift somebody by doing a video, a one-minute video, like, with the home. Um, so I've done a couple of parties, done a couple of these video things. Um, who, So I've, what I've done was at first I was doing a couple of parties, and I've done a couple myself, and they're awful, because I'm just a... Basically, you're just a novelty at a party. You're, you're, a, you're a mascot. So you come in and all the kids want to touch you and pull your stuff, da 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 da, da. And I thought, see if I take somebody else from me, a bad guy, you, you can they can beat him up or they'll just leave me alone and I, I can look like a hero. Um, so I done I think I done a couple with Saqib Ali, um, and the kids scanted one of the kids scanted him, pulled his trousers in. Um and it, it, it was so bad at that party, the kids were wild. They were so bad I actually had to put them behind a table and build like a table barrier around and told them they weren't allowed to touch them anymore because they were just what I say about them. Um, but like for, for that hour came out and I was just like how much fun was that then money's good it's it's easy money if, if you've got a bit of personality and can keep kids amused and um, obviously the mask and stuff it works and I've done I do a bunch of like school things I'll get to schools and talk about being a wrestler I'll get in my gear have hang at the belt a couple of times and the kids love it and like just that promoting the good side of being a professional wrestler, but I always, when I do the school things, I always put it into homework. When I'm at home, I have to watch shows, have to learn about other people and put it across. Because my, my, my last one, my boy was there, so I wanted to go homework, 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 just so he would see that daddy does his homework. Um, so from that, um, we got a, a number of party requests and TV requests and stuff. And me and Craiger were always the kind of two that were offered it. Um, if we can prove PBW or if they contacted me, I'm just to say Kriger because he's he's not too far away. And again, it's a guy away for this. I don't I I want to spend time with. Uh, I've also had Dean Ford day a couple. Sakib's done a couple. Um, Jonathan Richards, uh, Sola. Like it's not just me and Kriger that have done them. Um, I've kind of if I've not been able to make it, I've been a show. I still try and provide something to that family who are wanting something on the day. And um, I thought, let's just put a name on it and get a point of contact. And when we put it up, I think on the first day we booked like six parties on the first day. Um, again, ones were here. We also, then you get a weird request. Um, so me and Kriger during lockdown were meant to go to a hotel in Edinburgh with a couple of strippers and beat up a, a stag. Um, and it was all arranged. Um, we also, I think I was to beat Kriger up on a TV set in front of celebrities as well for Comedy Central. Um, like, it, it, it's just one of the things we, we had a wee idea and it just grows arms and legs. And the, the, the stuff you're asked today is never just, can you just come in and be a wrestler? 
you know, um, there was one as well. We went and opened up a housing association event. So we went along and the basically had me try to like kidnap this old woman and then they took pictures and it was in the paper. Um but like the pictures don't look good. It, it literally looks like two is I've kidnapped this old old woman. I've got a, I think I've got two arms wrapped I'm holding a lesson, he's got legs. And I think the story was I think the story beside it in the paper was something horrible as well. And it was like some criminal act and then the pictures me and Craig are with old woman and it just didn't fit well. <laughs> Well, speaking of oh. TV, um, you, you did uh, Ninja Warrior UK. I uh, don't think you, you, you're going to get past this podcast. Like speaking about Ninja Warrior, uh, yes. how did how did that come about? What was your thoughts on on doing that? Um, that that came about uh, so Lucha Britannia in London, um, as a kind of big promotion. All the guys down there wear masks. They did a whole mask event, but they're quite they're quite. Um, I don't think I'm speaking out of school here, but they're, they're quite closed doors. Like, their shows are their guys. Um, they, because that's how they run their school. They run their school, train their guys for their shows, and then they put the shows on. Um, but but obviously, the connection with Lucha and Mass and all that. So they, they have a group, a private group, and they let me be in it. And it was basically, I was trying to join it to get ideas for masks, or making sure I wasn't doing something that somebody else is doing, like kind of basically stealing somebody's gimmick. Um, and I, it was kind of around about the time where I debuted and I was going in and looking at all their mask designs. I was literally clicking on every picture, making sure that I wasn't copying something that was quite standout-ish that I was going to put in mine. And on it, the guy, Burridge, oh, I remember, uh, Greg Burridge. Greg Burridge. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's like one of the head guys down there. He shared the uh, ITV clipping thing, looking for people for Ninja Warrior. And I'm just like, oh, have that. Tick, 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 sent my thing away. And on the day of the audition, the, the audition was held in Glasgow CrossFit. And um, when I went in, I jumped into a wee room. And as I was there, there was maybe 40 people on like, CrossFit gear, cycle shorts, vests, all the sports gear. And then I came out head to toe, with a mask. Came out full garb, um, and the, the, the production team who were there running the auditions, like, kind of were right with me. They're like, oh, wait, is this, is this, taking photos, and then um, at the end of the audition, they asked me to stay behind, which I always knew was a positive. So i done some extra stuff for them, and they wanted to video me um, doing, because obviously I was showing off. So the wee bits that they had the obstacle course set up in the CrossFit, and I was doing flips and stuff. So um, at the end of it, they gave me a number, basically told me, like, don't tell them that we're going to have you. And um, I was like, yes. So when I turned up on a day in Manchester, they were like, yeah, you're with the wrestlers. And I was like, who's the other wrestlers? Cause, like, the best time I'd never wrestled outside of Scotland. Um, so I was like, oh, no, I'm going to be in here. Right? I was expecting to go in there being, like, your household names. And me just being the other guy. Um, and when I went in, it was uh, the Irish guys, um, Luther Valentine, Damien Corbin, and Magico. And um, they'd just done a show the night before. And um, I was basically telling them, look, this year I've totally won this to get here. Um, they were like, how long have you been wrestling? I think it maybe six months or something. I'd had maybe 20 matches under my belt on shows. 
and they're like, oh, right, and I kind of know that imposter feeling, like, she's at it, um, and then obviously over the years I've been on shows with them now, and like, we've, we've got that reconnection where we're on that together, but I, I, I blagged my way, blagged my way on it by doing flips and showing off, and I think I'd done, there was a bit where they had a rope climb set up, and instead of just running and jumping on the rope and climbing it, there was a, you know, there'd be balance things with a half rubber, mm just to say that so I bounced on it somersault and grabbed it up and then um, they were like oh off on and over it so then went down and done the show and it was amazing it was great it was one of them kind of once in a lifetime memories you can't you can't forget there's not that many people that could say they were on it so as well it's, it's uh, you know one of the few that did it in a mask um Okay, so before we wrap up then, because I, I think I've kept you, we're just probably closing into two hours now, so... Uh, we'll, really? I think so. I think it started around about, about ten past seven, so an hour and a half we're on, we've, been, we've been chatting away. Which are you, you, you going to chop, chop us up? Nope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not at all. We haven't said anything um, slanderous, we're all good. Uh, so, I mean, by this point, there would have been a podcast with Scottish stuff that was two and a half hours long, so it's still not the longest. So that's... We're fine. Um, but yeah, hey, well, we're, let, let, let's not beat it. Yeah, exactly. Um, before we go, then, is there any companies that you want to, to venture to that you haven't been to before once the shows begin, or you, you just want to just wrestle? You want you want to be on that first show? My, my, then I, want, I want to be on the first out in the first show. Um, companies, we'll see who's left after <laughs> the dust settles. Um, uh, what I will say is I, I want to be... I want, I want wrestling to be fun. I want I want the the people coming along to the show to go away with a good experience from what they see and know what happens away from it. Um, if if when the day come back, if it's not that, if it if it's not the vibe, um, don't know. Like I would never run a show. I was going to date Lance to, um, to help raise money for a charity and it was the most stressful thing in the world. So hats off to people with Dave on shows. But we'll see what happens when it comes back. What companies are there? If they want me, I'll be there. Um, I want to go back. I want to do more Europe stuff um, over at Germany, Denmark, um, and just more for the, the experience myself. Um, it's not about... I want to be on this specific show that specific date. I think I've, I think I've got a German date. It's been pushed back a few times. I think they put it back to February of twenty one. But to me, I'm like, I'm I'm under the illusion that, that show is going to happen. Um, SWA they put a thing on Facebook today saying all their dates have been pushed back. Um, so I think it'd be a bit, it'd be a bit daft to put a name on it. That I'm not. I'm not pushing for for anything. I just want I just want it to be back. Just want, just want to wrestle. <laughs> That's yeah. just it, and just want to see if it's fun again. Um, same with opponents. Then I assume it's the same. You just want you again. You just want to wrestle. You don't mind who it's against. You just want to. No, get no, out there see, see, as long as it's somebody, there's nothing worse than going backstage at a show, working something like see with somebody you don't know, and um, and they're very fixed. Or oh, I do this and I do this and I do that and I do this. There's nothing merry at your fest and. Um, like, yeah, I want to be creative. Um, my whole thing is getting in, looking at the venues, or anything here we can use, anything here. Um, like, grabbing the referee, you know, like, you want to be involved in this, you want to do something, or, um, let, let's have fun. I, 
and it's not about stealing the show um, as as much. But I want people to go away. People people will always remember the mask guy. Like, oh, there was this match, that match, and there was a mask guy. But I want me to go away remembering my match for more than the mask. I want me to remember something they've seen, whether it be a cool move or something makes them laugh or something shocks them. And me being involved in it, then that's what you want to leave them with. No, I don't think you could uh, put it any better. So before we, before I said before we, we try and break the record for the longest podcast, where can people find you on social media? Um, literally yes on everything, whatever it is. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I think that's it. And um, I don't even know what other ones I've got. Um, they're the only ones I look at. So you can hit me up on them. And um, uh, go for, of course, go back on the the, the Loose Chat podcast as well, which you can find on SWM website. So yeah, that that will come back when wrestling is back. The the podcast will be back. I'll maybe have you on. You can be my first guest. Awesome. It'll be it'll be nice to, to be interviewed. It'll be weird. But it'll be nice to be interviewed. Uh, but yeah, excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining me on the show. Uh, no Hopefully by the time this comes out, though, we'll have a bit of a clearer idea. But like we said, we don't think we will. Uh, we'll, I, I, I would be under the assumption that we will not know anything until at least April. Um, just purely because the start of financial year. Uh, the government came out today and said they're going to put um, furlong payments out till March next year. So they already know they're, they're not moving anything. So let's not rush it. Let's get everybody all right. Make sure people stop being sick and then we'll go out and rock the house. Awesome. Okay, well... Great, thank you very much. Thanks, mate.